I am Jackson Bubolts, owner of Elevated Insurance, and I encourage everyone to insure differently. So what's that mean? In over four years of research, I found the expectations of an insurance agent are very low. And in my time in industry, I'm finding that the services and the products Elevated Insurance brings to this community not only get people better insurance, but we also do things to elevate all those around us. Jackson Bubolts at Elevated Insurance encourage you when you get that renewal that's too high or when your insurance person does something you don't feel is professional to insure differently. Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. Here we have today Jackson Bubolts. Jackson Bubolts. It's almost as hard as my name. <laughs> <With Sure>. the, <laughs> I should practice that too. Uh, Kochansky. Ko- hey, we're, we're, we're live. This is going to be unedited, unscripted today. Uh, this is his second episode over here on Local First Podcast, Jackson Bubbles of Elevated Insurance. Welcome. How are you doing today? I am great, Rob. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, let's. this is your show. What do you want to do today? Yeah. So, we're going to do this a little bit differently. You have run several, if not into the dozens of these podcasts now. And I think you have a lot of audience members thinking, hey, this is really nice, but uh, what about the guy who's always behind the mic? So if it's all right with you, Rob, I'd like to run point on just getting to know you a little better and helping the audience understand um, the man behind the microphone. Wow, that sounds exciting. (laughs) All right, but first I need a beer. All right. All right, let's go do this. I do have one of those uh, audio... I think we got it. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's switch this up here. You get the controls. All right. Friday afternoon. Here we go. Wow, this is weird sitting on the other side. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm in the principal's office being scolded. <laughs> I do have ID. Make sure that you're up in the in the mic there. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. Rob, one of the, the things that uh, I think is really intriguing about you has been the whole podcasting in general and having such a... Um, a passion that you bring to this thing. Knowing you just as the the guy who's promoting his podcast thing, I know you've been in real estate for a long time. I'm really curious to understand uh, a little bit more about your real estate career and what has helped to lead you in the direction of a podcast. Well, it really wasn't the the real estate that led me to a podcast. I've always been uh, passionate about real estate, even as a, a young kid that. Um, for whatever reason, it was always been in my blood. Uh, I just was pushed into uh, being a tradesperson. I grew up in a blue collar family, so I was going to be an electrician or something like that. And I ended up being a tool and die maker, which was good for a while, but was wasn't for me. So I, I jumped around to a lot of different, <laughs> a lot of different industries, from tool die making, from being a former army sergeant. Uh, software, sales, and just about everything in between. And I found myself coming back to real estate again. Something I'm really passionate about, it came to about 2009 when I got downsized. I was already doing uh, real estate investing part-time. And then when I was let go, I just jumped in both feet and haven't looked back since then. was flipping houses. We were doing about one every month. Wow. And it was, well, the houses were cheap. Mm -hmm. And... So I had a lot of fun doing that, and I still enjoy doing it. And I became a realtor because, um, and probably people are going to not going to agree, but there's a lot of shitty realtors out there. And I figured I could do a better job. Um, and it just seen a lot of things that were happening in the industry that I didn't, I didn't agree with, and I still don't agree with. And I see it all the time. But that was that, and I'm still doing real estate. I still love helping people. At uh, Part of my niche is helping veterans. Uh, get VA loans and helping the veterans get a, buy a house. And that's my job. I go actually go out there and work for them. And, and I'm their buyer's agent a lot of times when it comes up. I read your book and there were some interesting things. And I'm curious how you've, you've carried over some of those ideas to your new role. One of the big things is really standing for the client and standing for the best interest of those you're working with. So, yeah. um, you know, can you kind of tell me how how you came across those things in in real estate, and maybe how some things are carrying over into uh, the new business? Well, what happens is that um, before I work with anybody, uh, whether it be in real estate or in the podcast, or I find out just about anything I do in life anymore, is I sit down and have a one on one. 
uh, to find out if uh, we have the same affinity for each other and talk, being able to talk to each other and have expectations of what's going on. And I found that by doing that and getting taking the time to get to know people first before uh, working for them or working with them really works out well because not I'm not wanting to work with everybody. Um, I'm not someone that wants to do a hundred transactions a year. I don't want to, don't need to. I'd rather work with the select people that want to work with me. And um, I find it, that it works very well to be more of a consultant than being a realtor. And that works very well with the, the podcast as well, where if you know this, before I have anybody on the show, I sit down with them for a good 30 minutes to an hour to hear their story and who they are and see if they can carry on a conversation number two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've run into that issue a few times, you know, not interviewing people, uh, doing a pre-interview and they get them on the show and it's like, come on, man, this is all about you. Say something. But sure. yeah. <laughs> So uh, outside of, um, you know, the gift of Gabby, if, if you will, um, what are some of the attributes that, that you found when someone has them, they jam with you? What what are those things that you align well with? Well, it, it's really funny. It's like uh, it, there's a lot of people out there that have uh, have a story. And the thing is, is that everybody has a story and everybody can share their story. And to be able to hear that and understand where they've come from and what they're doing. And that journey is just so key. Um, I've, I've met people on the show that, uh, we ended up going to the same high school. Was that Ron Wimmer? Okay. And we went to the same high school, Milwaukee tech at the same time and didn't even know it until we got on the show. Um, I'm finding out a lot about people of, uh, um, being a former army sergeant that there's a lot of veterans out there that have been on my show that I didn't know before this. And that was really cool to get, hear some of their stories of where they've been and what they've done. So it's, it's really cool. I, I really am grateful and thankful to have this podcast uh, for one, to be able to promote small businesses, uh, entrepreneurs, community leaders. And on top of that, I look at each episode as my own little university uh, for whatever industry, whatever service people offer. Um, I learn something every time. Um, it's it the first time I get to hear it, but then when I go back and edit it, I can really get to drill down and really learn even more. And then I get to be able to push it out there for others to, to listen to and hear about it. And the really cool thing is, is that now people that want to learn about insurance or about you and before they can, before they call you or work with you, they can learn more about you by listening to that podcast and can relate to your story. Um, just like real estate, I mean, you could throw a rock down the road and hit three realtors. But if they know more about you and your story and who you are, you're more likely to to work with you and have some commonality with you. I think that being on uh, being an alumni of the podcast, I think that's been a really important thing. Where um, you know you kind of can take the dating stage out of it. It's one of those things where someone says, "Hey." you know, Jackson, why should I work with you? I can definitely give them a couple of answers, but I can also say, hey, look, if you check out my Facebook page or if you check out uh, my LinkedIn page, you'll find a link to this podcast. You know, maybe one morning you listen to that on the way into work. And I promise you by the end of that, you'll either say, this is a guy I want to work with or I like my guy more than I thought. Yeah, I right. <laughs> You're like, this guy's screwy, man. Uh, but, but either way, and to your point, Rob, I mean, I think that's, that's really important too because I don't have the capacity to serve everyone. So I found that if I can align with people who share similar values or interests or, yeah. or life experiences, we're going to get along famously and we can do something that we all have to do anyway, which is insurance in, in a you know manner that is um, agreeable at very least and, and hopefully right. positive at the best. So. Exactly. And it's, it's about you know making those relationships. Too many people look at their businesses and what they're doing, especially in the, I see it in the real estate side, and I've seen it in uh, some of my past uh, insurance agents, treat people like transactions and don't take the time to get to know them and build those relationships. And I, I believe that your net worth is based off of the relationships you build over a lifetime. And some of them are going to stick with you for a while. Some of them aren't going to pass for a while and you're going to outgrow some of those, but that's part of the journey of life. Um, I don't know half the people I grew up with anymore. I outgrown them. I still know them, but do I want to hang out with them so much? Probably not. At that point in my life, they 
yeah, that was good for me. Or probably not as good for me, but right. yeah, it was, it was convenient. <laughs> it was convenient. Yeah. Probably not doing the best things, but you know, now I'm in a different place. So, you know, we, we talk about, like you mentioned, maybe, maybe there's been insurance folks in the past that haven't worked or that haven't been great. And I think a lot of that is, especially once you get on in your career, you've been doing something 20, 30 years, it's real easy to just, you know, play the tape again. Um, you know, you, you get kind of in that grind and you maybe lose some of that human touch because you just know what needs to get done to close the deal. So with the podcast, I mean, it's, it's pretty new. So I, I hope that you're not, you know, glazing over doing any interviews, but there's got to be challenges to, to starting a, a podcast on its from scratch. So what are some of the things you're running into right now? Oh, wow. That, that, that's a great question. I was like, um, I'll back up a few years on this, uh, just so people know that this was an idea that I had that came to, came to me about 15 plus years ago on my brother's porch where sitting back drinking some beers one Saturday night. And I had this idea of putting all these small businesses, local businesses on a website and have pushed people to it. I didn't know how to create a website. I didn't know how to contact people. That time in my life, I probably wasn't in the right place to be doing that. It was an idea and it was going to be called, I got the hookup. You know, what you, I got the hookup mm-hmm. guy. I, I, you know what? You need insurance. You need this. I got the hookup, <laughs> you know, but I was like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I put that in the closet, probably where it should have been. <laughs> and um, and it was always in the back of my mind and never let it go. In about four some years ago, I started listening to Tim Ferriss and his podcast and reading his books and really started listening more and more about podcasts. And then I was introduced to, which was a, Wauwatosa Advice Givers, which was a kind of a licensed thing that I that I ran into. And it was, um, I really got onto it and enjoyed it, but it wasn't going where I wanted to go. And I, it was about two and a half years ago when I started, and I relied mainly on social media to connect with people and bring them on the show. Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it was. Okay. And for the most part, it worked for about 10, 12 episodes, but it wasn't going where I wanted to go. I didn't know quite what I was doing. Just kind of like anything, you know, you start off and you know, I was looking for support. Uh, and last year in 2017, I, I put it on pause because I really it had to, you know, look back at myself or look in the mirror and say, ask myself two questions. It's like, do I really want to do this? And how do I get in front of the right people? And that's when I started networking again, joined the chamber, Brookfield Chamber of Commerce, Waltosa Chamber of Commerce, uh, going to all these different events and getting in front of people and letting them know what I was doing. And once I did that, it just took off. It took off like a wildfire. I couldn't believe how fast it took off. Then I had to pause everything again because it was going growing way too fast to the point where I was running into the issues where people were asking me, because it was Wallatosa Advice Givers, people were asking me, well, what is Wallatosa Advice Givers? I'm not in Wallatosa. It, it was confusing people. It was too niche. Mm-hmm. So I, I was continuing to record, but then I, I looked at it. I was like, how, what can, what can I do this? How can I make it better? And then that's when I rebranded it to Local First Podcast. Now I have the ability to interview people from anywhere. Um, I've gotten requests from outside of Milwaukee area. Um, I'm interviewing with a company that found me or was listening to me in the, the UK that's coming up in September. And the ultimate goal of this, um, after going through this, is to put together the tools, um, the, the, the back end support, the training, and be able to bundle, bundle this together and use local first podcast to give to people that want to podcast in their communities and do the same thing. So I could have people podcasting in California, uh, Texas, New York, Chicago, all over the country, all over the world, and using local first podcast as a brand and a tool to be able to do the same thing I'm here. Doing here. 
So is there some sort of demographic as far as listeners go that you're hoping to attract? That was really one of the biggest things um, I've, biggest challenges I had. Oh, okay. Well, this is a it's, good part to ask. Talk uh, about it, it really is because when you have a podcast, a lot of times, many of the podcasts out there, how I want to say is they're very, it could be one to be on fitness. So people that are in fitness want to listen to it. Um, Tim Ferriss, he does a lot of, uh, you know, successful people and things like that. They want to listen to it. So he built his brand by interviewing these people. Uh, so what I had a look at is the, what we call is the, the avatar of my audience and the avatar of my guests that I bring on the show. So I was looking at that and I, I drilled down and I have this, uh, this, this uh, worksheet that it drills down is like who they are, what age they are, where do they live, what do they do, what do they listen to. I mean, all these little things that you kind of drill down to, but then it's like, okay, that's fine. But then tomorrow's episode is going to be on photography. So who is that? Okay, so the next one's going to be on direct lending. Now, who is that? So that's, that's for me, is an ongoing process. And a lot of times I rely on the the guest to help me get that message out to their audience. Sure. Because, because they know the ones that know their audience better. I'm helping them put together the content. Now they have to use this as a tool to promote themselves. So you're helping them use a platform to share their story. And then you're saying you go and take our finished product and deliver it to your clients Yeah. with the hope that on the back end, that client says, this is cool. cool what cool. else does this podcast do? Yes. Use, kick yeah, it kicking it back it. in that network of people that I wouldn't normally get to. Okay. Bring them back to, you know, iTunes, the local first podcast.com to see more, to listen to more, to find out what's going on. Uh, the website is just, it's, it's ever growing. So there's more things that are be coming on it. But yeah, I'm using it. And the one thing that I've learned is that, um, like you, for instance, you got one of the top podcasts out there, Jackson. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So oh. it's like, but that shows me that you're using it as a tool to promote yourself mm-hmm. and getting it out there. Where I can see others that I've, I've uh, interviewed on the show that are at the bottom, and I can I know why they're not sharing it. They're not using it, it as it a wasn't tool. Wasn't on LinkedIn. It wasn't, wasn't on Facebook. Right. It wasn't getting boosted or whatever. Exactly. Be. And and I I go out there and I boost it. I put it. Do you see them out there? I put them on LinkedIn. I put them on Facebook. I put them on Instagram. I put them on Twitter. But that's your audience. Those people already know who you are. They, you, you are. Do. But I'm trying to attract mm-hmm. new people to listen. But you know that's part of what I do is to help them market their message and their story. But at the same time, I, I tell each person that I interview with is like, this is your tool to help you. Mm-hmm. So how you use it, I can show you and tell you how to use it. Have them go to iTunes, have them go to the website. You have your own page. Now they get to hear you and listen to you and they'll find out more about you. And whether they do that or not, that's on them. Absolutely. Give, get, show people where the water is, right? Yeah, make them drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if, uh, if we have anyone out here, I mean, I don't want to limit this to people who we network with, but this yeah. is a pretty cool thing that we all can can jump on and learn more about people who you and I, being part of the local chambers in the greater Milwaukee area, sure. um, specifically Brookfield Chambers where we've crossed paths, um, we can learn about our friends and we can kind of see what they're up to and, and yeah. see what they did with Rob and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so what when you're out there trying to figure out how we're going to fill the schedule for 2019, what type of business owner or story are you looking for that you're going to say, hey, I know my audience is going to dig this? You know, that's a really good question. And I'm looking for more of that. And it's interesting that some of the some of the, the topics that come up um, that I think are going to be the most popular aren't. And the ones that I think are going to be not as popular become the most popular. And, and I... That comes out to the the person I'm interviewing and being able to tell their story and getting that story out there. And I'm looking for, um, especially coming up to 2019, I'm looking to do uh, more nonprofits like I do with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We do, and we're doing the next uh, one next week. So this is uh, where we're August 10th. I'm interviewing again August 14th. 
my way of giving back. Um, I don't have a million dollars in my pocket yet to give away. So this is a way for me to give back to, to local charities and things like that. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to. And then as far as guests, um, I want to be able to do this and release right now. It's a weekly basis. We're starting to do two a week. I want to get to the point where I have so many interviews that I can release one a day. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and that's, it's a lot of work, but I think by doing that, um, getting to that point is going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be challenging, but there's going to, there's so many stories out there to be told in different areas of the country that we can reach out to, get in touch with. So I really focus in on small businesses entrepreneurs and community leaders. Uh, we really want to share their inspiring stories and then bring the world to them and give them that tool, that platform to use, which they may not normally get. A lot of people do different types of marketing. This is just another platform for them to be able to tell their story and their side of what they, what they do and make them stand out. Okay. So going back to, to something that you had mentioned, and um, I don't want to throw anyone on the bus or anything, but this beer is good. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. The uh, the juicy haze. The juicy IPA. haze. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, the, it sounds like you had some podcasts that you went into where maybe you were thinking, "This is another day at work, right? We'll we'll see what comes out of this." But it turned out to be one of the more um, highly listened to or, yeah. or more successful podcasts, right? So could you maybe share one of the one of your guests that maybe going in and you didn't think it was going to be gangbusters, it turned out to be really productive and, and maybe something that happened in the interview that kind of gave it that spark? It's hard to say like uh, which interviews were really good and which really bad. Some of them are really great conversations and they're a lot of fun. I, I'll give you two examples. One has not been released yet. Um, this is August 10th. This is going to be released August 15th, so next Wednesday. Coming to podcast menus soon. Yes. <laughs> so one of uh, the ones, I hate to say this, but one that I didn't think was going to do so well, but he did an incredible job of marketing it and using it as a tool like he should, was LJ Highland with Direct Lending. Who, okay. Whoever thought direct lending would be a hot topic? Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds about as exciting as insurance, right? But <laughs> right, you know, it's like the same thing. It's like, and to to see that, and his was just released. Um, I was a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was episodes. It had to be episode six, um, and he is going gangbusters with it. And he told me he goes when he came on, he was like, "I'm going to use this as a tool and market it," and he is. Uh, I got an email from him today that Sinorama is has a link to his podcast that is sent out in the Sinorama newsletter that's going out to 400 plus franchises around the country. Wow. I was like, that is freaking phenomenal. Not only for him, but I'm like, Cool, you know, and I never, I hate this, LJ, but I never expected it, mm-hmm. and I am just, I'm stoked. But that's the way it should and, be. And that's a credit to a guy like LJ who carries himself well. Yeah. He has a lot of interesting points of view. The guy's fun to be around. Oh, no doubt. And I mean, I think a lot of these professional services, right? Accounting, um, lending. Real estate's a, I feel like real estate's a little more sexy. Like you're getting something out of it, but like, yeah. you know, insurance, like stuff like that, it's just, you, you got to have it. So when you can find these folks who have some personality and a little bit of flair, um, you know, you can make something that we all have to have a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Our beer cooler's sweating on yeah, the counter. Yeah, right. put this down over here. <laughs> um, so, j- Fall into a, a little bit of what we're what we expect from the local first, right? I want to I want to go into a little bit of things that we um, kind of expect to hear when you have someone on your show, and when we're trying to get to know a little bit more about a business owner. Um, a lot of times, you'll ask, "Hey, are there certain day to day practices that contribute to your success or your happiness? Do you have something part of your morning routine that you're really proud of, or are working to have part of your daily routine?" I am. I. I try to get up early every morning. 
Um, I'm, a, I'm not a morning person. Okay. As much as I want to get up at 5 a.m. every morning, I'm up, but I'm not awake. Uh-huh. Five's not the morning. Five, five is still part of the. It's, it's a very late night. And it's you know a morning routine. I like to read and exercise, and that kind of helps me out. Um, but I what I what I found out that really that one thing that's really helped me out is that throughout my life I've been told I can't do things, and I'll go out of my way to prove you wrong that I can do something. Um, I'm consistent and I'm persistent more than anything. Um, I'm not afraid to do the work and just grind when it needs to get, get out there and do it. And I found that throughout my life that I've been knocked down more times than I can count. But I find that if you get knocked down, you build character by standing back up and learning from what knocked you down so you don't do that again. And it's happened to me a lot of times. I've had a lot of struggles in my life, but I've never let them hold me down. I've always gotten back up and just back at it. And if it doesn't work, do something else. If it doesn't work, figure it out. If it doesn't work, ask questions. If it doesn't work, ask more questions. The better questions you ask, the better answers you're going to get. So what's in your ear now? What's because uh, I I relate to you. I'm a chip on the shoulder kind of guy too, right? I've had yeah. some things I felt like I've earned or deserved that haven't gone my way, right? And my solution's been, well, I'll prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. So is there anything currently right now? You know, maybe it's not five a.m., but you're waking up at six or six thirty, and you're saying, I don't want to do this, but it's every day I don't want to do this. I wouldn't be sitting on a beach in Mexico doing this, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, the one thing that's really got me and I'm really passionate about is helping people, uh, whether it's through the the real estate or through the network that I have and through this podcast. And this is out of all the businesses and, and, and things that I've started up over the years, last 20 some years. Um, this is the first one that my wife Lupita's like, I think you got it. She's like, I think you got this this time, and that 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 put that makes this makes the hair in my arms rise when my wife goes, I think you got it on this one, and she see, she sees the vision, and when, when I can when I can when I can explain something to her, and she sees that vision, and she sees where I'm going with this, that's special, and. Now what I'm doing is every time I'm talking with someone and they ask me about my podcast, I share with them my vision of where I want it to go. And by doing that, I've been able to get connections. I've had people offered me angel funding to get started, offer me if I needed resources, where to help me out just by sharing my vision of where I want this to go, which if I didn't, I would have never have gotten those recommendations or those referrals. And that just blows my mind just by sharing. So what do you think makes this different from things in the past? How can you have such a strong vision that makes sense to the people who know and love you? I think it's, it's not the, well, that is just one person in my family. The, the, the rest of them, I tell them what I do and, it goes right over their head. Chip on your shoulder. <laughs> and it goes, I, you know, I love you guys, but they're, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and I've always been that way. You know, people ask me what I do. Oh, well, it's good that you know that. <laughs> I, I do. I was like, you know, and the thing is, is I'm not going to let my family hold me down. I'm very unconventional when it comes to doing things mm-hmm. to the point where if everybody's going right, I'll make sure I'm going left. I'm not a follower. I'm going to go out there and find something else because I, I, I don't want to be with the herd. Mm-hmm. I want to be doing something that's different because I believe if you, you can follow, we need followers. We need people to do the things that they do. That's just not me. And that's not in my blood. It's never been in my blood. Um, yes, I've had to get jobs. I've had to do things, but I'm always the one that's going to say, like I said before, you tell me I can't do something or that's stupid or you can't do that. Why are you doing that? I'm going to go out there and do it. One, to prove you wrong and to do something I love to do and have a vision. And this is really a, a vision that came and, and 
something that just came over the last couple of years and it's taken me time to uh, put together and formulate. And I see a lot of people think about, they've watched too many movies, especially me. And they watch a movie and it's two hours long and they go from the characters down and out to their struggles. And then at the end, they miraculously or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, they're a hero. And it's the same thing in sports. And you look at all the failures and people that have failed in the past over and over and over again. It's taken them years, if not decades, to get where they are. And I think if you look at, um, uh, the, was it, I want to make sure I got this right, the owner of uh, Grey Goose. He didn't start okay. that business until he was like 65. Oh, is that right? Right. I, I hope it's him. <laughs> but I think this was one of those guys in the vodka business and stuff like that over in Europe that okay. didn't start that until 65. And it's it's a journey and you got to keep, if you really like doing something and you enjoy it, keep doing it. You're going to get knocked down. I get knocked down every day, but you got to keep doing it. If you truly have a passion for what you do or whatever it is, go out there and do it. Take a chance, take a risk at what's the worst that's going to happen. You fall down, you get back up, figure it out or ask for some help. So you, you got a lot of love of the game in you, right? Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, excellent. Is there anything, um, you know, people are, are, are just getting started, right? And it may be, maybe a podcast, it might be anything else, but you have someone who's just getting into it. We both know it's not easy to start something from scratch. What's your advice? Surround yourself with the right people. Mm. Um, surround yourself with the right tools. Um, get help. Get mentorship if you can. Ask a lot of questions. Um, what's one thing that's helped me out a lot with this new podcast is um, podcast websites, and they developed a a platform for podcasters um, built off of WordPress, so you don't have to build your entire website. It's got all the plugins you need. It's got all the tools you need. I wish I'd have seen this two years ago. I don't know if they were around two years ago, but once, uh, and they're part of um, Entrepreneur on Fire, uh, John Lee, John Lee Dumas. He's been doing very successful podcaster. Um, he does a podcast. I don't know if he does it every day now, but he started off doing one every single day with uh, business owners and entrepreneurs, successful people around the world. And then from that spun off uh, podcast websites. And I am very thankful for that. Um, t- ask questions. And one of the things that helped me out with Local First Podcast was doing one-on-ones with other business owners, and they were asking me challenging questions about the podcast and about what I was doing, and it made me think of what I was doing and maybe change things what I was doing, which was very helpful because without that, a lot of times we're so focused, we run around with blinders, and that has been really key um, by meeting these other individuals and asking me the tough questions, making me think of what I'm doing. Am I doing it right or do I have to change something? And that's been, that's been critical. That's been very helpful. And I thank everybody out there for challenging me. I love to be challenged. I don't like the ordinary monotony, the day-to-day just grind. Um, I, I, wanna, I want that challenge. Challenge me. So I think... Um a lot of, you know, we all know the stats, 80% of businesses fail in the first year. And then yeah. after that, another 80% fail between right. year two and year five. So it's not easy. No. And I've heard you talk about asking questions over and over and over again. And that's, that's the, the core of, I don't have all the answers. There's someone smarter than me. Let oh, me do always. it. Instead of saying, this is the way it has to be. Let me figure out several different ways and pick the one that works the most for me. If you could share with us, Rob, what's a question or two that you find yourself asking often? Often is like, um, <clears throat> one of the questions that, wow, you got me there. Usually I just, I have, I'm just full of it, but it's just, what can I do better? Who do I surround myself with? Who do I want to meet next? Um, what, what can I be doing that's better? And it's, it's a constant, it's like my mind, unfortunately never stops and it just keeps going and 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 going. And it's just, it's a curse and a gift that I have of myself is that it's just, 
ideas are constantly flowing through and I have to filter the ones that I like and ones that I don't like. Otherwise (laughs) I'll be freaking crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think it's just, you know, who do I surround myself with and, and who do I build relationships with? Who do I build partnerships with? Who can I help and who can help me? And, and that's really, really key about in any business is, is those relationships and building those relationships takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And if you're not willing to get out there and, and do that, it's, it's not going to happen. I don't care what you're doing. I just like to point out for all of our listeners out there, Rob's answer wasn't specifically about how to answer a question, but I feel like the questions you're asking are much bigger on the why of whatever it is. Yeah. And where is this thing going and what needs to happen to get it there? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, one is red, two is blue, film yeah. that type of thing. I, I I look at it like you know, I tell people there's there's no right or wrong answer. I mean it's just not life is not black and white. And there's so many things that you can be doing. And um I've I've like I said, I said in the past where I, I've been knocked down, beat up and and just get back up and doing it. And you just got to keep going. So there's there's one question that I personally, Rob, like to ask everyone. And I don't recall if we did this on when you had me on the show. Um, but I have found it, it to be very insightful with, with everyone I've asked. And the question is, stolen from a book. Did we talk about the book, The One Thing? The One Thing, yeah, Gary yeah. Keller. Gary yeah. Keller, yeah. yeah we, like we told, remember he said that I got that on, uh, on, uh, in my bathroom. That's, I, I got the, uh, the five-year frame all the way down. Yep. To, to what I can do today. That's right. I thought we yeah. actually, man, I don't know. I bet I've been asking that. I think you brought it up. I'm like, I got to find the book now. I have to go back. Um, so anyway, so you know the one thing. Oh, yeah. And so I, I apply it. N- now, now it's, you're really on the hot seat because you should have this, this answer like, you know, burn in the back of your retinas or something. But oh, what, what is the <laughs> one thing, man? I mean, between now and August 2019, What's the one, one thing, thing, personally, professionally, if you can get this right, it's a huge inflection point. It changes everything for Rob's life. What is wow. that? You know, what, what is the one thing that if you can get it right, it makes all the difference? Oh, what's the one thing? The one thing, personally, is to to have, enjoy life with my wife and have, she's my best friend. She's my love. I love her to get, and I've been together with, we're almost going on, it's been 18 years. Wow. And yeah. I, I, she's, I love her to death. That's the one thing. Um, my kids are all grown up and out of the house. So I'm an empty, empty nester. Uh, the one thing between now and then I want to travel more. And if I'm doing everything right here, I'll be able to do that. Cause I can do this anywhere. Where do you travel? What, where, where's the next spot? Um, I, I, I love New York city. I go back there quite often and Puerto Vallarta. Okay. And then I want to take a a month and take my wife through Europe. And she's studied French. She knows French. And I want to take her over there and turn around. I've been spoiled because I was in the, the army. So I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to take her there. So that would be really cool. Just take an entire month off and 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 go. Very cool. Just yeah. checking on your checking on your podcast as they roll up. Roll up class, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and, it's, and then, as far as the the, the business wise, with the one thing that would really, really know that it's it's going is that, um, this turns into my full time, and the real estate turns into my part time. I'll still I'll, I'll always continue doing real estate. I I love it and I enjoy it and I love helping people, but this will be my full time gig. And that's that. If this in 2019 uh, of August, this will be my full time gig. Okay, I, I'm putting it out there now. Check with me. I love. It. All right, we have everyone listening here to hold Rob accountable. That's right. Check. Let, let's let's do him a favor too. Let's not check in in July and ask him where he's at. Reach out in two or three months. What, and yeah. Say, hey, where are you in the process? What else do you need to to, to, yeah. do to make it happen? Make it happen. And, yeah. You know, I, I, need, I need help, man. I need help. Breaking it down to you know two three month increments and being able to measure it very important. No so, doubt. Um, as you've always done for all your guests, Rob, can you, if someone's like, man, this is a cool deal and I've heard a lot of these, but now I get to know a little bit more about the podcaster and I want to figure out how to get on the show. Can you help our listeners understand uh, what it takes 
to get on local podcasts. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, first, you got to reach out to me, and we have to sit down and do a one-on-one and talk about who you are, what you do. Um, that's the first thing, and the first thing you need to do is go to schedulemypodcast.com, schedulemypodcast.com, fill out the form, and I will get in touch with you. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, I'm always looking for local businesses, small businesses. This is all about local um, and supporting your local businesses, supporting your local entrepreneurs, your community leaders. Um, I feel it's so important that we shop local, we buy local, and we support each other as, as local small businesses. Otherwise, it's just, I, I think it's I think it's huge. And I mean, there's so much out there to prove that it does work and that um, by doing it, we all can be, how do I say it, how, we all can help each other out. We don't all have to shop at the the box stores. And I really enjoy working with other small businesses and helping them out and whatever, whatever way I can. That's part of what the show is all about, getting their stories. So if you want to tell your story, you want to share it with the world, I give everyone that's been on the on the show um, a lot of support and a lot of, uh, I want to say, um, I, I give you a lot of credit for being able to share your, share your story and putting it out there to the world. So some of the stories you hear that are, that are very inspiring and people need to hear them. Um, it's fun to talk about the business, but the stories behind, the people behind the business is even more inspiring. The business is just a piece of it. And being able to tell your story about who you are and the business second, people are going to reach out to you more often than not. And I appreciated today getting to hear about why this thing continues to grow and, you know, Rob, the, the chip on Rob's shoulder, the the drive to always be better and to always, um, I would go as far as to probably say always impress and do things that people aren't expecting you to be able to do. So it's been really nice getting to know you better and getting to dive in a little deeper. Um, is there anything else that they want us to run through here? Let's take a look at some of these rapid fire questions. All right. So this is this. Unfortunately, that I have a uh, unfair say, advantage because <laughs> uh, normally uh, these 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 questions, uh, my guests come on the show and don't even know that I'm going to ask them. <laughs> you have a list so, of two pages that are right in front of you. Yeah, and this this comes out of my my Tim Ferriss book. Um, I did bring a couple books along with me today that really inspired me. Um, just to kind of give a shout out to James Altucher, Reinvent Yourself. Um, this is really a good read. Um, the other one is, um, oh, what was it? Living with a Seal. I think it was James Altucher's too. That is an incredible book. Gary Vaynerchuk, Crushing It. You gotta, gotta really take a look at that. James Altucher. Um, something I've been really studying in the last couple of years is how to tell a story. And instead of facts and, um, I've been telling stories and I've been practicing and practicing and practicing and stuff like that. And also Tim Ferriss, he's been a virtual mentor of mine for, since the four hour work we came out and tools of Titans and I'm, I'm copying him. He's a good guy. And eventually I would love to have all my podcast transcripted and put into a book like that and then share that. So go ahead, fire away. I don't, I, I don't even know what, yeah, so I'm not going to do these in order. You, no, you, no, you're you're just, of, no, you just, you're not supposed to do them in order. You just grab a couple and surprise me. <laughs> so over the last few years, what have you changed your mind on and why? What have I changed my mind on? Um, wow. What have I changed my mind on? I changed my mind on the outlook and where I want to be in life. Um, I love real estate, but I knew there was something more that I could do and I'm doing it now. Um, it's, it's, and the other thing, part of it too, was building relationships. I was in a slump for a few years where I wasn't in front of people. I wasn't connecting and it showed, it showed personally, it showed in my business and it showed everywhere. And I had to make those changes. And those are one of the tough questions I had asked myself last year in 2009, 2017, doing my business plan for 2019 and beyond was what am I doing and what do I need to do better? And the, one of the biggest things came up when I asked that question to myself was, am I making the right relationships? 
Am I going out there and building those relationships? In the previous years, I was not. And since then, just in this year alone, when I started doing this networking and building these relationships, I can see not only in my business, but in my personal life, things are growing. And it's only been six months. So Rob, for for those of our listeners who sat up and said, oh, I get it. Maybe my relationships have been slipping or maybe I haven't been proactive. What are the types of changes you had to make to feel the way you feel right now? Making the commitment to get out there and, and meet people and talk with people and truly listen to what they say. And what I've learned in, in years of being in sales and, and doing what I've been doing is ask questions and sit back and listen and shut up. Obviously, I've been talking for I don't even know how long anymore, but <laughs> shut up and listen and put yourself out there. Um, I do this show and I go out to a lot of events, but in a way, I see myself, some people say, oh, you're an extrovert. extrovert. You, know, you know what? I'm really not. I prefer to be sitting home in my backyard with my wife, drinking a beer by myself and hanging out with my neighbors or, or whatnot. And, but at the same time, to be able to build those relationships, you're an example, Jackson, building a relationship with you, mm-hmm. uh, Ron Wimmer uh, with him and some of the other people that I met just in the last year that changed my life and for the better. And it's exciting because I can see that now it's, it's, it's more these, these networking and these events, it's about sharing. It's not about selling to each other. It's about helping each other. And if people can understand that when they're out there, if you can help someone else, do it, whatever it may be, if it's genuine and you want, I mean, if it's genuine, you go out there and, and you do that. And that's something that's really changed me over the last, just, just this last year. So Rob, you had the bravery to go out and join Brickfield Chamber and, you know, be doing your 30 second talks and um, running, uh, you know, running a presentation and things like that. Um, you, you helped me out earlier this year. Thank you. Back in May, uh, you were part of the Habitat for Humanity project yeah. that my agency ran. And we, right. we did that. You took a day and we went out to a job site in inner city Milwaukee and built a house. Um, are there any, just for people who maybe aren't as like creative thinkers, are there other things in that line that kind of like a process, like this is what I did to, to get where I'm going? Cause what I personally have found is the hardest thing is just getting the stone to move, right? Once it gets rolling, mm-hmm. And kind of figure it out from there. Yeah. But even just like, what's the first step? So I know that you did the chamber. I know you got involved with community events. Like, is there anything else in that um, line of action items that would be a good option for someone who wants to kind of re, uh, you know, phoenix, if you will, like from the ashes with their relationships and get back in the community? I, I want to say is like, um, be genuine in part of why you want to meet with people. Um, mm. And, and, and I take that sincerely because the most valuable thing we have in our life is time. We all got 24 hours a day. We all have 365 days a year. Yes, sir. Don't waste people's time. And I, I, that's one of my pet peeves is don't waste people's time. If you want to get, you want to sit down and talk with someone and get to know them, be genuine about it. Um, if you want to get out there and really, you know, grow your business or grow your life, it doesn't have to be a networking event. It could be a community event. It could be a meetup. Whatever it is you're doing is getting around the right people that you have an affinity with that can help you as well as you can help them. Um, the more you help others, the more it comes back on you. And I, I truly, truly, truly believe that. And if you if you can help someone out, do it. But be genuine about it, you know. And, and build those relationships. It doesn't, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. You can't flip the light switch and things are going to happen. I know that I've done it, tried it and I failed, but get out there and meet people. You can't do it from behind the computer on Facebook. Right. Absolutely. As much as you think you can. Uh, There was a study that was just posted this past week that uh, I think millennials are something like the most lonely people Ever. Yeah, race to depression, isolation are through the roof. Right, but because they we're always, always on, the, on the phone. <laughs> How's that work? Right. <laughs> Good luck with that. 
So uh, to to wrap to wrap up our time here, one more question, Rob, to, to send you send us off here. Um, what is something that you firmly believe in that uh, the rest of the world thinks is insane? You can do anything you want in this world. You can do anything that you want if you set your mind to it. This is one thing that I learned from my father that stuck with me through my entire life. He told me, if you put in the work and do what you need to do, you can do anything you ever wanted to do. And anything, and I truly believe that. I've been in so many industries. Uh, Quick example, I went into the Army as a lonely private E1. They have a system. The Army has a system. And I learned that system, and within two and a half years, put my nose to the ground and was a sergeant in two and a half years. Unheard of. So you can do whatever you want if you're willing to put in the work, the sweat, the blood, whatever it is. You can do it, but you got to be willing to make the sacrifices as well to get what you want. It doesn't happen just because you can think about it. Yeah, Think and Grow Rich is a great book, but without action, you're not getting shit. That's... That's real simple. Rob, thanks for being on your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for thanks for coming up and having a beer with me. I really appreciate yeah. it. And then um, just a quick shout out. Hey, I appreciate everybody that listens to this. Go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, also go to uh, Local First Podcast. Check me out there. Check me out on Facebook. Um, reviews. If you've got anybody that you want to have on the show, you got to let me know so I can reach out to them and bring them on. Um, I do want to thank Jackson for you know coming out on a Friday afternoon and having a beer with me. Uh, just so you know, Jackson is now a show partner, so we will be chatting once a month about him and what he does at Elevated Insurance. I appreciate you, Jackson. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks a lot, Rob. Everyone have a great weekend. All right, this timed out on me. Oh, I hope it was recording. It was. It was. I saw the red line going. Oh, good, 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 good.